Today's quote is, Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are probably right. Henry Ford This is episode 44, where we will be talking about the attribution theory. Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today we are going to be talking about the attribution theory. So one of the greatest things about humans is their ability to have explanations for every situation and phenomena. We need to have a reason as to why things happen. Just imagine a little kid when they ask, why? 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 It's because they're really trying to learn the reason as to what's going on. I'm sure some of them are just trying to annoy their parents. So how people explain things, that's attribution theory. It's a theory that explains why and how people perceive events the way they do. How the perceiver gathers information together to form a casual judgment. The research on the subject began with Fritz Heider in the early 20th century and subsequently developed by Harold Kelly and Bernard Weiner. In 1920, Heider addressed the issues of phenomenology. Why do perceivers assign properties such as colors to objects when it's nothing but a mental construct? Right when I heard that, the immediate thing that came to my mind was a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Shakespeare. You know, it. we put properties to things. A rose is a rose. It's not going to change. It's still going to smell the same. It's still going to look the same. But we call it a rose. He decoded this phenomena by understanding that people use the sensory data they're provided with and try to understand the worth through that. He extended that to motives, values, intentions, and behavior. So there's two different types of attribution. There's internal attribution, which is when one assigns the cause of behavior to their internal characteristics rather than outside. So this is something that's within your own control. So for example, we blame person's behaviors on their beliefs, there's values, there's personalities. Oh, I have this wrong with me. It's because of my DNA. It's something that's within your own control. So these are internal characteristics to somebody. So that would be your internal attribution. External attribution, on the other hand, is when the behavior is assigned to some outside factor over which you have no power or control rather than your internal characteristics. That would be us blaming it on the environment or the situation we're in. You know, oh, I ran this race super poorly because of the weather. It was so cold and windy outside. That's an external attribution because you have no physical control over the weather. So there's a few theories 
um, that are part of attribution theory. I know that kind of sounds interesting, right? <laughs> um, so there's common sense psychology. In the book, The Psychology of Interpersonal Relations, 1958, by Fritz Heider, he talks about the concept named common sense, in which people observe, analyze, and explain behaviors with explanations. Although people had different explanations, it could be simplified into internal and external. The second one is correspondence inference theory. This theory was proposed by Edward E. Jones and Keith Davis in 1965, which talks about how people pay particular attention to intentional behavior as opposed to accidental or unthinking behavior. We make internal attribution when we see someone consciously being friendly or nice. This makes sense, right? When you know someone's intentionally doing something, you pay more attention to it because you know they're deliberately doing it. Either if it's being nice or not being nice, we pay more attention to that. Whereas if someone thing is accidental, well, somebody didn't mean to do that. You know, it wasn't, they didn't think it through. They didn't have the motive behind it. It just coincidentally happened. The third one is covariation model. This model proposed by Harold Kelly in 1967. It states that people make casual inferences to explain why other people and ourselves behave a certain way. He believed that there were three types of casual information that influenced our judgments. Consensus, the extent to which people behave in the same way in a similar situation. So this means that the entire group, so it doesn't matter if it's you, your friend, or some stranger, all three of you would act the same way in a similar situation. Distinctiveness is the extent to which the person behaves the same way in a similar situation. This now means that you yourself, it's how you react in similar situations. And consistency, which is the third one, is the extent to which the person behaves like this every time the situation occurs. So now this is the same situation occurring and it's how you yourself behave in that same situation each time. So consensus is that people, we all act in the same way in similar situations. Distinctiveness is that you yourself and how you behave in similar situations. And consistency is that you yourself behave the same way in the same situation every time. So how does this tie in with persuasion and influence? Well, humans have an innate need to understand and make conclusions about their surroundings and the things they're getting involved in. In any given scenario, if you are able to understand and provide the person with an explanation, you are able to change their mind. Again, provided you're able to provide them with an explanation that appeals to them. So when you can actually explain something to someone and get them to understand it from your perspective, you are essentially persuading them. As we previously talked about external and internal attribution, external attribution is when an external force out of their control is trying to influence them. Whereas internal attribution is when you feel more in control of the decision that you are making. 
Therefore, when persuading people, always focus on internal attribution so it feels to them that they weren't in fact persuaded or influenced, but that they actively made the decision. This will help you in your persuasion and influence techniques. I hope that this helps everyone and that you enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. I just want to give a shout out to one of our listeners. Very funny. With all of the negativity in this world, this podcast is a breath of fresh air. These insights are great. Motivated people is what we need more of. Thank you so much, Corey Hayden. We really appreciate it.